Thank you for visiting Discontinued on Display today. We are so happy you have joined us. As we get ready to go on our tour, we ask a few small favors of you. Please stay with your guides at all times. If you separate, you may get lost. Please refrain from touching any of the artifacts on display today. Oh, and before I forget, hearing the bird and swing the bird and organ. Everybody and welcome to Discontinued Eye on Display. I am one of your curators, and I'm also the father of the governor of the town in which all of this weird stuff happens in. Wait, you're my dad now? I'm your dad. Take that. Who's your daddy? Mm, I don't like that I said that out loud. <laughs> oh, no. And, Mistakes and this, are made. And this is where the podcast took a weird turn. Okay. Okay. Wow. This and now flowchart. We're, we're, now we have to have the E for explicit, all that other good stuff, because I said that one thing. Yeah. So now I'm your dad. So now I can ground you. It Really? Like, okay. In terms of the governor, so can, like, the governor's dad do anything? I, well, I can ground the governor and put him on timeout. Can you ground a 30-year-old? I can do whatever I want. I'm your father, young man. <laughs> For those of you listening at home, I'm also younger than Matt. Not by a lot, but I am younger than Matt. And yet I'm oh, his father. Oh, goodness. I'm uh, very but, much enjoying this bit. Uh, I'm yes, very I'm, much enjoying it. It will never die. I hope you guys at home like it. And if not, suck it up because it's not going anywhere. Um, but welcome to our our, our next um, stop on our exhibit, our food exhibit. Uh, today, Matt and I are going to be discussing Probably the weirdest thing I saw in our research when we were looking for things to talk about in the world of food, but I knew it hit a niche interest of both Matt and I, and I was surprised how much information there was on Crunchy Stars, which is a 1988 Muppet-themed cereal. And you might be like, oh yeah, Kermit the Frog cereal makes sense, or Miss Piggy, no. It's a Swedish chef-themed cereal that was around from 1988 until 1999. Um, it was made by oh, General... Oh, no, no. Shorter than that. 1989. I'm sorry, 89. Like... 89. Yeah. 89. I'm sorry. You're right. It was just a year, and I can't speak. It's um, I'm just dying inside a little bit, I guess. Um, it was made by General uh, Foods. Post. It's a post-cereal, and... It, it's just a generic, it was like a cinnamon cereal, nothing, and it was shaped like stars, nothing too out of the ordinary, but what makes it special is that this is the very first Muppet cereal to be released in the U.S. Um, other Muppet cereals include Sesame Street-specific cereals, um, and then the Muppets appeared on boxes of Cheerios at one point, uh, but this was the first time a Jim Henson character had their own cereal. Okay, I we have to start this out saying, did I pick this uh, when you put this out? Like you, you last last time we recorded, you gave me a list of things, and uh, and like which ones these you know are speaking to you. 
Um, did I pick this one simply so I could talk about the Muppets? Yes. Yes, I did. Um, I, I am a giant Muppets fan. I love the Muppets. Um, if I, I go to I, Disney World, I have to go watch the Muppet 3D show oh every gosh. time. And it's just to hear Sam the... I would have preferred a Sam the Eagle serial, in all honesty. To hear Sam the Eagle go, oh, at the end. Or, or to watch... Well, then now they pulled the, the Muppet show in Liberty Square, but... Oh, Sam so getting angry. The oh. greatest line in that Muppet 3D vision, and 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 this just so shows how wonderful the the actor who does Sam the Eagle is. Where it's he walks in and and Kermit's like, "Sam, you ready for the finale?" He's like, "Yes, it's a glorious three hour finale. You have a minute, and, a minute and, half. and a half." And the gasp that he gives is just so... is just so great. Perfect. I I am anxious to get back to Disney World. I have ne- I have not seen Galaxy's Edge. I have not re- ridden Mickey's Runaway Railway. But I am the most excited to eat at the Sam the Eagle themed barbecue <gasps> restaurant. What you didn't know about this? No. Yes, there is a inn in the America Pavilion at Epcot. They just opened like a year ago a Sam the ah! Eagle themed barbecue. Oh my god! And there's merch. Ah! If I could make the sound that Sam the Eagle makes, I would. Oh my god! Ah, like I'm most excited about that. I'm most excited about eating barbecue at a Sam the Eagle themed barbecue restaurant. I'm just going to continue talking about Sam the Eagle for a second. My other favorite Sam the Eagle moment. There's a thousand of them, but I'm just going to go on this one. It's he's in a in a Muppet Show episode. He's reading the fable of the ant and the grasshopper. And for those of you unfamiliar with this fable, uh, it's all about how the ant you know works all summer storing food all this other stuff and the grasshopper he just you know shoots the breeze and and has fun and then winter comes and the fable ends the real fable ends with you know the ant lives and the grasshopper dies because you know it's it's all about you know hard work pays off in the long run and you know all that all those good work ethic things and so it, 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 you know, it goes through the story. Sam the Eagle is narrating this. And, and then it, it, at the end it goes, and so it was, dear listeners, and he turns the page, that the grasshopper drove his sports car to Florida and the ant got stepped on. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like all flustered, like, wait, no, someone changed it. So, um, uh, yeah, Sam the Eagle, favorite Muppet. But I will say, Swedish Chef, in the top five for me. Mm. Who are your top five favorite Muppets? Oh, gosh. Um, I mean, Sam it's the Eagle real, is number one. It's a real Sophie's Choice there, isn't it? Oh, yes, yes. I mean, I, I, there's definitely Muppets that I prefer over other ones. So, I mean, uh, you know, Sam the Eagle is number one. I would say, um, hmm, this is a, this is a, this is a stumper. Um, I would say, I mean, Kermit the Frog, I like Kermit the Frog, uh, uh, is probably number two. I think that character is just so well done. Gonzo at number three. I I love the wackiness of Gonzo. There's some really classic Muppet Show episodes. Uh, Honestly, just watch all the episodes on Disney Plus of the Muppet Show and you'll see all the moments that I'm, I'm, I'm referring to. There's a, he does a song with Paul Simon where one of the lines is fry my legs and eat them too. And it's delightful. And then a Swedish chef at number four. 
And then I don't know who who would round out my top five. That's a because um, I mean, at Stather and Waldorf are really great. Fozzie is really great. I'm not a huge Miss Piggy person, uh, so like that that like one doesn't Miss Piggy, Miss Piggy um, would be in my top five. <laughs> but She's not my you, number one. Sam's my number one. Yeah. Do you do you have favorite Muppets or or did you grow up on you know because I, I grew up on Sesame Street as well, so like Muppets were like a thing that I was very familiar with. I mean, I never really enjoyed Sesame Street as a show, but I had a I. I had a Sesame Street computer game where you followed Elmo around um, Sesame Street and you like did things. I love early computer games, how like completely basic they were. <laughs> I, I, I don't remember everything you did. I think it was just like like basic like kid like learning objectives, but f- with the filter of Sesame Street. And I remember at the end when you clicked to quit the game and go back to like the your main desktop screen, Elmo would say goodbye. I had to stop playing that game because I used to break down crying every time. I don't know why. <laughs> Elmo just being like, I'm so sorry you're going, friend. Like, I'll, I'll miss you. And like his Elmo voice couldn't do it. I, I mean, my parents once came into my room because they just heard me aggressively sobbing. And I was on the floor and they're like, what happened? <laughs> I used to have to leave the room and ask them to turn the game off for me because I couldn't do it. It was not okay. So, I mean, I, I do like Sesame Street, but I was not a big Sesame Street person. My favorite Muppets, my favorite Jim Henson characters are, are going to come out of, like, the Muppets. Um, and it's going to be Sam the Eagle, Miss Piggy. Not in this order, necessarily. Miss Piggy, definitely. Um, Beaker. Oh, I love me some yeah, Beaker. It, Beaker's definitely in the top five. He's my Disney Plus uh, avatar right now. There you go. I mean, Beaker's amazing. Uh, Camilla the Chicken. You got to have her up there. She's amazing. Absolutely amazing. And I don't know who my number five would be. I I don't. I like I like all the Muppets very, very much. But those are definitely my top four. Those those four I I, I stand by. And I think they have some of the funniest moments and the best lines. I I, I, here's a here's a fun Muppets thing for anybody out there um, who's also musical theater. There is a full Hamilton soundtrack, the full. I'm not kidding. From start to end, the whole two hour spectacular where the Muppets are singing the lines like Kermit is Alexander Hamilton. It's the funniest thing. Camilla, the chicken is, um, I can't think of which sister it is. The main one, Angelica Camilla's Angelica. So to hear like the Angelica rap, like at the wedding, her, her bridesmaid speech with the, with, it's Camilla just going. <laughs> and the person doing the voices is so good. Like it's creepy and it's, f- and Janice or Jan or whatever, the girl from um, the electric, electric mayhem, mayhem, she's Peggy. And then the girl that Alexander Hamilton, uh, Mariah Reynolds, the woman Alexander Hamilton has an affair with. So listening to Kermit sing my favorite song from Hamilton, which is say no to this weirdest <laughs> experience, really fun. It's so weird. You just, you have to, I can't, I'm not stress watching or listening to it enough. It's amazing. Um, what what I love about the Muppets. So so part of what I love about them is their humor is so clever, and and that's one of the things that you know the the crunchy stars, mm-hmm. the cereal like you said earlier was you know so so, but oh, where I can, the I can tell you exactly what it tasted like. According to something I read, uh, it it the reason it didn't last long is because it tasted horrid. Crunchy Stars 
tasted, and I quote, a bit like cinnamon toast crunch, but got soggy pretty, I'm going to swear, pretty damn quick. At that point, they seemed more chewy and rubbery than crunchy. <laughs> yeah, so, um, uh, yeah, so the cereal was not good, but the box That's was... What it's all about was what it's all about. So the box was where it's at. So Chris, you have the box pulled up. Like just read some of the quotes that are on this box. So the, the so here's the thing is, it seems like different boxes said different things too. Cause some of the articles I read have very different quotes. So the box contained like what a lot of cereal boxes from the nineties have games, puzzles, all that good stuff. Um, but Crunchy Stars on the box is described as a cinnamon new cereal with 10 essential vitamins and minerals, no artificial coloring, and no doorknobs. Uh, but the back <laughs> of the box offered eating directions Yeah. Um, from uh, the Swedish chef, uh, and, uh, which went in this order. Place cereal in bowl, remove from box first, pour milk into bowl, place spoon in bowl, Place cereal on spoon, place spoon in mouth, place teeth in cereal, which is a weird sentence, <laughs> and then repeat repeatedly. Um, additional text from the box is declared, at last, it's cinnamony, live from the Muppet Test Kitchen, and no batteries necessary. Like, that that right there is just, it's funny, clever humor that, mm-hmm. that I mean, that that right there is clearly Muppets. And so I guess we should also reference, so if you're wondering why we're saying crunchy stars and like, wait a minute, why are you saying crunchy so weird? That's because it is not crunchy stars. It is in true Swedish chef language. It is crunchy stars. Yeah, with the accent over one of the O's, they spelled it C-R-O-O-N-C-H-Y. Yes. Um, um, interesting fact. I said this is a weird thing to insert here, but interesting fun fact about the Swedish chef. So he's the only Muppet that is puppeted where his hands are real, mm-hmm. that they're not puppet hands. And from what I gather uh, in my in my research, um, that was because they had, you know, they were they had created the Swedish chef, Jim Henson and, and had created Swedish chef and they were just testing him out. And so they just didn't make the hands and they just, you know, put hands in there and then like, we'll get to that later. And then they're like shooting a sketch with the Swedish chef and they're like, Oh shoot, we forgot to put hands in there. And so it just became like, ah, whatever, we'll just roll with it. So yeah, he's the only Muppet that does that. not have like Muppet hands. He has human hands. Now, another fun thing, since we're talking about the back of the box, as I mentioned, there were games. Some of them aren't solvable puzzles. So one of the games that's recorded is you have to find how many times the word rutabaga was hidden on the box and how many times it's spelled correctly. <laughs> so, um, and apparently the rules on the box read, if we spell it right in the contest rules, then you'll automatically know how to spell it right. But of course they might not spell it right in the contest rules. Like, good golly miss molly and then some of the puzzles just don't have ends or there would be word puzzles that you couldn't solve like they just purposefully just and it was because jim henson thought that he always loved breakfast cereals but he thought the boxes were boring and he wanted um to make it exciting and thought one of his characters would be the best way to do that and i i feel like this 
in terms of, you know, we mentioned at the beginning, like, oh, wouldn't you like do a Kermit the Frog cereal? It's like, to me, Swedish Chef actually makes sense to be the one that would make a cereal. And the commercials were very fun for for this. Where there was one that like he inflated a crunchy star and then, and then it like exploded. and exploded and that's what crunchy stars are. It's the explosion of this giant crunchy star, mm-hmm. and um, the, the the commercials are fantastic. I mean, really, all it, if you go and watch some commercials that Jim Henson like was hired to do, all of his commercials that he does for various things are very cleverly done. That another fun thing too about uh, this is that Crunchy Stars wasn't supposed to be the the name of the cereal. Yes, fact, I, I saw. My this. understanding is that Jim Henson preferred Stupid Flakes or Stupid Flakes, S T O O P I D, um, and then there was another title which was Crunchy Poofs. <laughs> I did hear that is Stupid Flakes was the one that he wanted to go with. But Post was like, yeah, Post is the company that put this out. They were like, yeah, no, we're not going to do that. <laughs> I can name one of our cereals stupid. Um, <laughs> but also, that what a funny joke. Like, hey, can you pick me up some stupid flakes? Like, that would have been really funny. Yeah. Uh, so, we will definitely post a picture of this box on our yes, socials. Yes, yes, so yes, yes. Um, uh, definitely uh, take a look at this. Um, it, it's just, it's, I, 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 I love everything about this cereal um but yeah really lasted again for that one year and i think i read like made a brief comeback in 1992 but oh, nice good um, on you jim henson but like for like you know six months or something like that like it wasn't on shelves that long so um yeah i i i think this was just a really clever purely muppets thing that was created and just you know breakfast cereal is hard to to me that seems like a hard business to break into because everyone's got their breakfast cereal and so Mm -hmm. if you're going to create a new breakfast cereal it's got to be something that's going to be super amazing uh, otherwise people aren't going to continue to buy it one of the other cool things that i didn't know existed was um jim henson's journal Yes, and you found this notes. website too. <laughs> I found this website, um, but you can't see the pictures of the journal anymore for reasons that break my heart. And by that, I mean, I don't know what those reasons are. It just broke my heart because I would have loved to read them. Uh, but somebody like had wrote a little blog post kind of breaking down one of his journal entries about it. Um, and I'm just going to read it because it's, uh, I think, really funny. So to quote this blog post. From a company that is expert in silly, the Swedish chef breakfast cereal, Crunchy Stars, was perhaps the silliest licensed product Jim Henson ever produced, and developing it was great fun for all involved. Before settling on the star-shaped cereal that reached supermarkets, it was considered to be a small cow-shaped cereal. Small, like, cow-shaped flakes. And it was going to be called Moo Pets. And this is, you know, long before the Muppet revival movie where, you know, that's where they pick up Fonzie is um, playing with the Muppets. Yes. Um, And expectations were really high for the Swedish chef's impact on the, uh, and I quote, evolution of breakfast. Um, But unfortunately, I don't think he really planned that out. Unless, of course, I mean, there's no, I couldn't find anything about this, but unless this, what they did to the cereal box is what created those exciting games and puzzles that were on the back back of cereal boxes in the 90s. Maybe if this was the gateway for that. 
Because, um, I mean, ultimately, if you, were a, if you were a kid in the 90s, you sat at breakfast in the morning and read the cereal box while you ate the cereal. Like, that's what you did. You got the cereal box and you had it in your hand and you ate with one hand and, and looked at the puzzles and stuff like that at the other one. Like, I vividly remember doing that. Mm-hmm. I once, I was, here's my great cereal story. Um, I was really excited. My mom was going to take me to uh, the Museum of Science and Industry in downtown Chicago. I went to bed early. I got up. It was still dark outside. That's how early I got up. It was like still dark, but I was ready to go. Walk past my mom's room. She's awake. I'm like, I'm excited. We're going. She just kind of looks at me. Take a shower. I get my cereal. Turn on the TV to watch. Um, I liked early morning like shows with my and um, for reasons I didn't understand in the moment, the Cosby show was on and not Nickelodeon cartoons. I finished my cereal. I washed my bowl. I go into my mom's room. You know where this is going. And I go, <laughs> all right, I'm ready to go. And my mom goes, it's eight o'clock at night. What are you talking about? And in one, people are going to think I cry a lot because this is the second time in this podcast I mentioned <laughs> crying. I, I, I really don't. Um I collapsed to the ground in just tears. And my mom's like, what are you doing? And I was like, we missed going to the, why did we sleep all day and not go to the museum? She was like, you've been in your room for 30 minutes. You got up and had cereal. I didn't understand what was going on. Do you think it's tomorrow? (laughs) I literally fell asleep for 30 minutes and thought the next day had arrived and was like prepared to go to the museum. (laughs) ate a bowl of cereal at like 8 p.m. thinking it was the next morning watching nick at night thinking that this was for some reason morning tv didn't know what was going on oh that is fantastic um so clearly neither of us have ever had crunchy stars because it was discontinued before we would have been in cereal eating age um but uh if you have eaten crunchy stars please let us know i would is like it, to is hear... it really rubbery like like it, it's set on yes i would like to hear a firsthand account of a listener of if you have had this um or if you know someone that's had it please please track down the people who have eaten this cereal now uh-huh. i do have some good news for you matt even though you've never eaten the cereal you can enjoy a crunchy star fridge magnet from anywhere from three to eight dollars on ebay what I know you're, you're going to buy this because you're a Muppet person. A Crunchy Stars fridge magnet? Hang uh-huh. on. Hello, eBay. Crunchy Stars fridge. This is the content that you come. Me eBaying uh, Crunchy Stars fridge magnet. Uh, wait, I do not see this. What, 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 did I just, is it Crunchy Stars fridge magnet? Oh, my goodness. Oh, now do I have to start? Yes. Did you find it? Yes. Oh, I want want this. I want this so bad. And it's unlike the rest of the stuff that we have like proposed in this show, like what, $200 for a Wonka bar oven. I can afford $6 and 45 cents. (laughs) $150 for a bottle of crystal Pepsi. That will probably make you very sick. It's brown. (laughs) That's brown. Um, yeah. Oh, man. I am. Uh, okay. I'm saving that for later. Um, okay. Yes. I, you know, this is one of those. I don't necessarily. I'm sure you can get the cereal online as well. Um, I couldn't I, find I, it. I looked. I looked really hard. This is one of the food products you cannot get on eBay or anywhere else that I can see. Thank God. 
Yeah, the, the cereal probably doesn't keep that well. Uh, so I, I, you know, now we usually transition in in, in our exhibit tour of okay, should we, should this come back? So what 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 do you think? I'm not opposed to it coming back. I I I I don't know if Crunchy Stars specifically should come back, but I think a Muppet themed. That being said, Muppets are kind of like on the outs right now. Like I don't think they're really in pop culture. I think if like back when there was a Muppet TV show, back when they were when they did Muppet the new Muppet movie and Muppets Most Wanted, bringing a Muppet themed cereal to market with goofy stuff like this on it would have been great. It would have just been like why the Easy Square Ketchup went hot with Shrek. Um, or the Wonder Ball went big with the Disney characters. It's that same concept of, ooh, this new exciting thing that everybody likes. It's going to sell really well. And it's fun and it's different. And it's a little goofy um, while being classic. And maybe like maybe it would have been smart to do a series of serials that were Muppet themed. One for Miss Piggy, one for Kermit. And have one for, and bring back Cringy Stars. Do like a serial set. Um, I, th- I think a Muppet themed serial has potential assuming that the Disney company wants to do something with Muppets. I think they're starting to do more with Muppets. I mean, the, there's a new, or I guess not so much new anymore. I mean, it's two or three years old, you know, Muppet babies, uh, cartoon. They, um, they, they revamped Muppet babies. Yeah. And I and, loved Muppet babies. And they just released like this season, a little Sam, the Eagle. He's in like a little sweater vest and it's adorable. Oh, well, um, no, I have should, to Google this. Go- what? Google, Google baby Sam Eagle. Um, he's adorable. Um, Oh no! Yeah, he's got a little argyle sweater vest. Like, like he, I'm, I'm in, in on on Muppet Babies, Sam. Oh, I'm obsessed. Oh, he looks so disgruntled. (laughs) Oh no! Yeah, when we, when I, when I was at the Disney store when this, uh, this uh, premiered, um, on on Disney Junior, and we had Kermit. Uh, Miss Piggy, Fozzie, Animal, and Gonzo plush of this Muppet Babies, and they flew off the shelves. Like, and so what my hope is then you have this generation of kids that is growing up on this new Muppet Babies. Clearly, Disney, while yes, they've removed a couple of the shows. Again, they did a whole restaurant that's Sam the Eagle themed. Like, that's a pretty deep cut. I and they released the Muppet Show on Disney Plus. I wouldn't be surprised if more Muppets content comes to Disney Plus. Disney Plus is while Muppets Now I think was kind of a miss. I think you know Disney Plus allows them to release Muppet based things that 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 doesn't require like the big theatrical release thing. So I I think that Disney could bring something like this back and have it be even. Even if it's like, like you said, a collectible, you do collectible figures of toys or just collectible boxes that you do one for five different Muppets, your Kermit, your Miss Piggy, Gonzo, Fozzie, and Animal. That's how they and did the Cheerios. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, or, or a cereal based around the electric mayhem would be very, very cool. Um, like I, I think there's there's stuff there. An American serial with Sam Eagle. Like you could very easily release even even something that was uh, limited release with with the Muppets. I think that would be good. Here's my thing. I don't need a Muppet serial anymore. 
I need a plush of baby Sam the Eagle. I need it now. I need it honestly yesterday. I need it. I need it so badly. It doesn't exist. I just Googled it. I I am obsessed with baby Sam the Eagle. Obsessed. <laughs> We'll also post a picture of Baby Sam Eagle if you have not seen it. But also, oh my gosh, please Google it because uh, it's it's adorable. Um, yes, I need to figure out how to transition my children into Muppet Babies because um, they start on regular Muppets. No, I mean i I have shown my daughter like some Sesame Street clips. But we have not sat down and watched a Muppet show, but she's positive on like she knows who Kermit the Frog is and she likes Kermit the Frog. So I, I think I think we I could transition her to we're on Mickey Mouse Clubhouse right now. And um, Ooh, that gets repetitive. It, it does, um, especially when you watch the same episode over and over again. If anyone wants to do a podcast about Donald's big balloon race or <laughs> me and Daisy's flower shower, I probably have a good season of content. On Why don't each you do that? Ep- you need to do that on your other podcast. Uh, I'm not sure I can convince Casey on beers and ears to do an episode on Donald's big balloon race. I will come and do it with you. I will come (laughs) and do it with you. I will be a special guest host. I will watch Donald's big balloon race. I'm here. I'm ready to do it. Maybe, maybe we can do a, a special episode with you and I, and uh, we'll, uh, you know what? We'll, we'll put a pin in this. Um, uh, coming soon in some capacity. If you want to hear Matt and I have a very intense intellectual discussion about Donald's great balloon race, please uh, let us know. Balloon race. If you're gonna if you're gonna do the episode, you gotta get it right. <laughs> well, if you want to hear it, you let us know. Comment on us. Send us emails. Start a change.org petition. Do what you got to do. I could I, I could very easily write a dissertation on, on those episodes. But anyway, I digress. So I got to tr- figure out how to transition that. But I mean, ultimately, though, in all seriousness, I mean, again, I am a Muppets fan. I would I would absolutely 100 percent buy a Muppet cereal tomorrow if it came on the shelves. But I think this is the same thing with the ketchup that we talked about where, OK, I'm going to most people are going to say they're going to go buy it once and say, great. I, you know, cool, I bought this Muppet cereal, but is the cereal good enough that it's going to replace the Cinnamon Toast Crunch, your Cheerios, your Raisin Bran, your Corn Flakes, your Frosted Flakes, your Fruit Loops, you know, the, the cereal, cereal already has so many fun options that are really, really good that you have to have something that's even better for me to then make that my go-to cereal. And I just don't see that being the case i think that's just a hard game to break into i wouldn't underestimate the disney company if they wanted this they would make it work they would make it work and they they wouldn't only they would make it work they would make it good and then they would take it away from us that's true that's what they would do because i don't think it should come back as a regular it shouldn't be like your captain crunch it should be something that shows up and goes away again Ooh, captain crunch i could go for some captain crunch right now it's like 9.30 at night we're recording this, and I'm like, oh, Captain Crunch sounds amazing. Well, according to young Chris, eating cereal at, like, <laughs> the middle of the night is the right time to eat cereal. I'll go turn on my morning cartoons and... <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, again, like, as a Muppets fan, I think it... Please, give me a Muppet cereal. Make it Baby Sam's 
Uh, oh, <laughs> I don't care if that cereal tastes like trash. I would eat Baby Sam the Eagle cereal morning, noon, and night. I would wake up in the middle of the night to eat it. You'd wake up at 8 o'clock, turn on Nick at night, and... <laughs> Watch whatever's on. I don't think I can turn on Nick at night now because I think it's going to make me sad. I think I'm going to be like, I used to watch that. Why is that here? <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I I, I think it, it's hard. Again, because I mean, I, I absolutely have a bias, but... Um... But let us, uh, you know, as always, let us know what you think. Um, would you run out and buy 10 boxes of Crunchy Stars or uh, Baby Sam's uh, cereal that I can't think of a snappy name for it? But I'm. Oh, it'd be like, it would be a. Uh, oh, be, you know what? It'd have to be like ABCs, Baby Sam's ABCs, and A stands for America, B stands for Bumerica, and C stands for Camerica. <laughs> Just a really patriotic cereal. Absolutely. I think you'd make it work. Anything else that you got on our, uh, as we wrap up this tour? I think it's time to lock up the museum. All and right, you, Dad. you have, you have been not, I don't know if you've been good today. I don't think you're going to be allowed to have any crunchy stars. I think <laughs> you're going to have toast. Is, is that my punishment of not being able to eat a terrible cereal? <laughs> I'm going to tell the Swedish chef you said that about him and his cereal. <laughs> All right. Uh, if you want to get a hold of us, Chris, how do they do that? Yeah. If you want to talk to us about anything, um, we might not have the answers, but we'll certainly try. Uh, you can email us at discontinuedondisplay at gmail.com. And if you want to look at some really cool pictures that we post or funny things we post and comment on those things and share those things with your friends, you can follow us on Twitter at discontinuedpod or on Instagram at discontinued on display. Wonderful. And as always, please rate, review us five stars, five stars. Take just five, like 30. How, what kind of stars, Matt? Oh, uh, five crunchy stars. And in, there in your go. review, make sure to, uh, make sure to write the review as, and specify that you are giving us five crunchy stars, not oh. just five regular stars. I also, you should write your review in Swedish chef language. Yes. I want to see a ton of reviews come up Better in Swedish chef gibberish. language. Yes. Yes. I, 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 I want to see Swedish chef gibberish about our, about our podcast so yes oh yes yes um or you can act like you're sam the eagle as well i'd be very okay with that as well or really any muppet right write the review like a muppet pick one we really ask a lot on this show we do we're very demanding (laughs) uh anyway um all right well um i think that wraps it up for this tour let's close up for the night and we will see you next time see you guys Thank you for listening to a Sorcerer Network podcast.